0: We focus on space. A small craft, which looks like a Tholian dart with small nacelles, is being pursued by the Enterprise. We focus on the bridge. Spock is getting readings from his science station and reporting to Captain Kirk.
1: It is definitely the stolen space cruiser, Captain. The Aurora. I read six aboard.
2: Hailing frequencies? Aurora, this is the USS Enterprise, Captain James T. Kirk commanding. Acknowledge. Aurora, this is the Enterprise. Do you read me? They are receiving us, Captain!
1: I read no evidence of malfunction.
2: Repeat. Federation orders to detain you for. Oh my! The varied officer! Ha ha ha! Change course. Pursue and overtake.
3: Aye aye, sir.
2: Stand by, tractor beams. Standing by, sir.
3: If it continues, you will enter space.
2: Engage. Tractor beam engaged! Oh my. Bring him in.
1: Oh my! They've cut power, sir! They're struggling to escape! Their engines are seriously overheating, Gut.
2: Aurora, cut power! You are overtaxing your ship.
1: Power approaching critical. They cannot continue.
2: Emergency power to tractor beams. Bridge to transporter room. Scotty, are you ready to transport?
0: We focus on the transporter room.
4: Aye,
3: Captain.
0: We focus on the bridge. The little ship glows red and weaves from side to side on the view screen. It's burning up.
1: Power beyond critical. Explosion is imminent.
2: Are we within transportation range? Not yet, sir. Aurora Personnel, stand by to be transported aboard.
5: Energize.
0: The Aurora explodes. We focus on the transporter room.
2: Are they aboard? Scotty, are they aboard? Aye, Captain. They are in a nice lot, too.
0: A colorful group appears on the transporter pad, backwards and barefoot for some reason. As they turn, they raise their hands in a gesture that could be a circle or maybe a triangle. They stare down at Scotty, menacingly peaceful. Say hello to the space hippies. focus on enterprise in space.
2: Captain's Log, Stardate 5832.3. The son of the Cthulhuan Ambassador is one of six we have beamed aboard from the stolen cruiser Aurora. We have been ordered to handle them with extreme delicacy because the treaty negotiations now in progress between the Federation and Cthulhu are at a crucial phase.
0: We focus on the bridge.
2: Scotty, take them to the briefing room.
5: We are not in the mood, Herbert. Aida, Tell Herbert it's no go. No go, go, go! No go! No go, go! No go! No go. Go, 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 go! What's going on? No, 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 they go. refuse sir. No, go, go, Why? No,
0: go, go. We focus on the transporter room.
5: No go! No go! No go! No go! No go! go, no, go, go, no, go
6: I don't know. They're sitting on the floor, the lot of them. You can hear them for
2: yourself. Shall I send for security? No. I'll be right down.
5: Mr. Spock? No go! No go! No go! No go! No go, 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 go!
0: Kirk and Spock enter.
2: No go, no go! No go! No go! No go! No go! Which one of you is Tongo Red?
0: A purple-haired guy with shaggy eyebrows and a cluster of grapes painted on his wide forehead stands up, smirking at Kirk. He's wearing a deep-cut striped vest and plaid shorts with what looks like random bits of crochet dangling from them. Groovy.
2: You can thank your father's influence for the fact that you're not under arrest. In addition to piracy, you've left yourself open to charges of violating flight regulations, entering hostile space, and endangering the lives of others, as well as your own. I'm
5: bleeding.
2: In addition, you've caused an interstellar incident which may have destroyed everything that's been negotiated between your planet and the Federation.
4: You've got a high lip,
2: Herbert. If you have an explanation, I'm prepared to hear it.
0: Rad just crosses his arms like a petulant child and sits down on the floor again.
2: <laughs> Mr. Spock, take them to Sickbay for a medical check. There may have been radiation from the explosion. Captain,
1: with your permission.
2: By all means.
0: Spock steps forward and makes a triangular sign with his hands. One. We focus on an older male with oversized cauliflower ears, obviously the leader of this flower fellowship. He's wearing a psychedelic patterned outfit of striped pants and a wizard cape. His bald head has a dainty daisy painted on it, very imposing. He reciprocates Fox's gesture. One!
5: Three!
1: One, one! One is the beginning.
0: A blonde, curly-haired man speaks. He's wearing a topographical patterned miniskirt and a matching cape connected by a chest chain. Unlike his barefoot companions, he's wearing thigh-high suede boots. A leather satchel and a bluebird painted on his forehead complete the look. What a cool cat.
7: Are you one, Herbert?
1: I am not Herbert.
7: He's not Herbert. We reach.
1: If you'll state your purpose and your objectives, perhaps we can arrive at a mutual understanding. If
4: you understand one, you know our purpose.
1: I would prefer that you state it
4: we turning our backs on confusion, and seeking the beginning!
1: What is your destination?
2: The planet Eden! That planet? It is a myth! And we protest against being harassed, pursued, attacked, seized, and transported
4: here against our wishes!
7: Right, brother.
4: We do not recognizing Federation regulations, nor the existence of hostilities. We recognize no authority say that within
2: ourselves. Well, whether you recognize authority or not, I'm it on this ship. I'm under orders to transport you back to Starbase peaceably. From there, you'll be ferried to your various planets. Because of my orders, you are not prisoners, but my guests. I expect you to behave as such. Oh, Herbert, you are
5: stiff! <laughs> <sighs>
2: Mr. Spock, you seem to understand these people. You deal with them.
4: We respectfully requesting that you take us to Eden!
2: And after they're finished in sickbay, see to it, they're escorted back to their proper quarters and given whatever care they need. Yes, Captain
4: respectfully
2: requesting that you
4: take us
2: to Eden. I have orders to the contrary. This is not a passenger ship.
4: Herbert? 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 Hear me! Hear me! Hear me! Hear me! Hear me! Herbert!
0: Herbert! Herbert! We focus on the bridge. Kirk enters.
2: Lieutenant Palmer, notify Starbase we have the six aboard who stole the space cruiser Aurora. Regrettably, the space cruiser itself was destroyed. Aye, sir. Personnel note to the Katulin ambassador. His son is safe. Captain. Yes? What is it?
3: Sir, I believe I know one of them. At least, I think I recognize her voice. It is Irene Gillian we and just serve the academy together.
2: One of those was in the academy?
3: Yes, sir. She dropped out.
2: She... Do you wish permission to see her? Permission to leave your post?
0: Thank you, sir. Spock enters. off leaves.
2: Are they in the sickbay?
1: Yes, Captain.
2: Mr. Spock, do they really believe that Eden exists?
1: Many myths are based on truth, Captain, and they're not unintelligent. Their leader, Dr. Severin, is a man.
2: Dr. Severin is their leader?
1: Yes, a brilliant researcher. Engineer in the fields of acoustics, communications, and electronics in Tiburon. He was dismissed from his post when he started this movement. Tongo Rad inherits his father's extraordinary abilities in the field of space studies.
2: Well, but they've rejected all that and all that this technology provides, and they seek the primitive.
1: There are many who are uncomfortable with what we have created. It is almost a biological rebellion. A profound revulsion against the planned communities, the programming, the sterilized, artfully balanced atmospheres, they hunger for an evening where spring comes.
2: All do. The cave is deep in our memory.
1: Yes, that is true, Captain.
2: But we don't steal space cruisers and act like irresponsible children. What makes you so sympathetic towards them?
1: It is not sympathy so much as curiosity. Captain, I wish to understand. They regard themselves as aliens in their own worlds, a condition with which I am somewhat familiar.
2: Spock. What does Herbert mean?
1: It is somewhat uncomplimentary, Captain. Herbert was a minor official, notorious for his rigid and limited patterns of thought.
5: Well,
2: I shall try to be less rigid in my thinking.
0: We focus on sickbay. The Beatnik Bunch are having an impromptu concert as they wait for the medical examinations. Adam is playing a guitar that looks like it's made out of a table leg, but without a sound box. Rad plays bongos. Yes, that's right. Tongo is on the bongos.
7: Looking for the good land Going astray Don't, don't cry Oh, I can't. in a game
0: Chekhov enters. Excuse
3: me, is Irina Galeunian here? She's getting her physical.
7: Gonna crack my knuckles and jump for joy. I got a clean bill of health from Dr. McCoy. You know Irina?
0: Say, tell me, why do you wear all those clothes? How do you breathe? Chapel and two med techs enter. She lets out an exasperated sigh, clearly not enjoying babysitting these flower children, and addresses Severin.
5: Oh! You're next.
0: The techs lifts a cross-legged Severin from his perch on a table and carry him into the next room. Chapel leaves and Irina enters. She's wearing a matching flowered patterned ensemble of a backless crop top and side slitted pants, a bunch of purple flowers in her hair. Foxy. Nina? Pavel Andreevits. I had thought we might encounter each other.
3: You knew I was on the Enterprise? I had heard. Aina, why?
0: The other hippies don't even try to hide that they are eavesdropping on them, grinning creepily. We focus on a corridor. Irina and Chekhov walk as they talk.
3: How could you do this to yourself? You were a scientist. And now, look at you! Look at yourself, Pavel! Why are you doing it? Why did you? I am proud of what I am. I believe in what I do. Can you say that?
0: Yes! Oh, we should not tear each other so, Pavel. We should meet again in joy. Today, when I first knew it was your ship that followed us, I thought of you and wondered what I would find, and I remembered so much. In spite of that uniform, I still see the same pebble I used to know." A red shirt walks by, glancing pointedly at Chekhov and Irina's clasped hands and smirks. Chekhov pulls Irina through a door, hoping to finally get some privacy. We focus on the rec room. Irina and Chekhov enter and sit down. Are you happy in what you do? Yes. Then I accept what you do.
3: You even talk like them? Why'd you go away? It was you who went. I came back to look for you. I looked. Where did you go? I stayed in the city, with friends. You never felt as I did. Never. I did! You don't have it in you to fear so much. Even when we were close, you weren't with me. You were off thinking of someone else. Why did you stay with me?
0: Because you disapproved of me, just as you do now. Oh, Pavel, you've always been like this. So correct. And inside, the struggle not to be. Give in to yourself. You will be happier. You will see.
3: Go to your friends.
0: Irina leaves. Chekhov looks down, sad look on his face until he's distracted by shouting outside the door. We focus on a corridor. There's a commotion. The hippies are shouting outside the sickbay entrance.
5: Free Dr. Severin!
7: Free Dr. Severin! We want to see him now! We want to see
0: him now! Now! Chekhov joins the security guards and Chapel trying to keep the kids out of sickbay. We focus on sickbay. Kirk enters with chapel, the hippies still shouting outside.
5: I thought all the animals were kept in cages!
0: McCoy is finishing up his examination on Dr. Severin.
2: What's going on, Bones?
6: Trouble. Your friend here didn't want to check up. Turns out there's a reason. I refuse to accept your findings. You have more choice. They're the product of prejudice, not science. I don't know what this man was planning on doing on a primitive planet, but assuming one did exist, I can tell you would have happened. He settled here.
5: Untrue!
6: There wouldn't have been enough of those primitives left to bury their dead. Fantasy! Fantasy! I wish it were. There's a nasty little bug evolved in the last few years, Jim. Our aseptic sterilized civilizations produced it. Synthococcus Novi. It's deadly. We can immunize against it, but haven't learned to lick all the problems yet.
2: Does he have it? What about the others?
6: All the others are clear. He doesn't have it. He's a carrier. Remember your ancient history, Typhoid Mary? He's immune to it, as she was. But he carries the disease and spreads it to others.
2: Is the crew in danger?
6: I don't know. They all had full spectrum immunizations before boarding. Now my guess is that his friends have had all their booster shots, too. But a regular program of shots is necessary. I'll have to check on everyone on the ship. There could be some skips. In the meantime, he should be placed in total isolation.
4: This is outrageous! You are not isolating me! You are imprisoning me! You are inventing a crime, <laughs> finding
6: me guilty, and sentencing me! Would you like to run the test yourself, Doctor? You knew you were a carrier before you came on a board, didn't you? No. Then why did you fight that examination? It was an
2: infringement on my rights. <sighs> Put him in isolation.
0: The two medtechs enter and haul seven away. Severn is crushed.
6: Be ready for the objections, Jim. They're a vocal lot.
2: Yeah, I'm ready. Kirk to security. I want a guard maintained on Dr. Severn until further notice. Phones. How long before we know whether the crew has been endangered by this infection?
6: It'll show in 24 hours. It's a virulent strain.
0: Kirk exits and goes into the corridor. We focus on the corridor. Most of the hippies are sitting on the floor, their hands raised in their triangle circle gesture thing. Sulu is being chatted up by a brunette hippie named Mavic, who has the least interesting outfit of the group. She's trying to give him one of the rock egg brooches the whole group wears for some reason. I guess you could say she's trying to get him stoned.
6: You don't belong with them. You know what we want. You want it too. Come join us.
7: Ha ha! Oh my! How do you know what I want? Ha 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 ha!
0: You're young! Think young, brother!
7: Ha ha! Oh my! You make it tempting! Ha 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 ha!
2: Mr. Sulu! Ha 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 ha! Mr. Sulu, explain. Oh my! No explanation, sir! Dr. Severn will be released when we think he is medically safe.
0: The hippies jump to their feet and break into song, and Kurt runs away into the turbo lift.
7: Still, man putting my mind in jail. The judge back the gavel and said, No bail. Gonna lick his hand and wag my tail.
5: Hurry, 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 hurry,
0: We focus on the bridge. Kirk arrives on the bridge, having narrowly escaped the space hippies. Scotty calls up to the bridge from engineering.
4: Engineering to bridge?
2: Yes, Scotty? What is it?
6: Captain! I just had to give one of them barefooted, what do you call the boot out of here. She just came in bold as brass, tried to incite my crew to disaffect.
2: Thank you, Scotty. Mr. Spock, I don't seem to be able to communicate with these people. Do you think you can persuade them to behave?
1: I shall make an attempt, Captain.
2: Thank you, Mr. Spock. If it weren't for the Ambassador's son, they'd all be in the brig.
1: Yes, sir.
0: We focus on Enterprise in space.
2: Captain's Log, Stardate 5832.5. The arrogance of Dr. Severn and his followers is creating an intolerable situation aboard the Enterprise. If it continues, I'll be forced to use controls which might not agree with Starfleet's suggestion that they be handled with extreme tolerance.
0: We focus on the Brig. Spock approaches Severn in his cell.
4: I have no influence over what they're doing!
1: They respect you. They will listen to your reasoning for their sake. You must stop them. Dr. Severn, I'm in a position to help you and your group. I can use the resources of the Enterprise to determine whether or not Eden actually exists and plot its exact location. I can present a case to Federation to allow you and your group to colonize the planet. Neither you nor your people are at present charged with a crime. However, incitement to disinfection is criminal. The Federation will never allow the colonization of a planet by criminals if they persist. They will be so charged and forever barred from Eden. As yes, I have been barred! Then you knew you were a carrier.
4: Of course i know knowing! You've been searching my life! you are reading the Orders restricting me to traveling only in areas of advanced technology because of what my body is carrying.
1: What I fail to understand
4: is why you disobey those Orders. Because this is poison to me. This stuff you breathe, this stuff you live in, the shields of artificial atmosphere that we have having read about every planet. The programs in those computers that your ship and your lives for you, they grant what my body carrying. That's what your science are doing to me. You have infected me. Only the primitives can cleansing me. I cannot purging myself until I am among them. Only their way of living is right. I must go in to them!
1: Your very presence will destroy the people you seek. Surely you know that.
4: I shall go into them and be one with them, that together we shall be building a world such as this galaxy has never seen, a world, a life, a LIFE, so now you're going to try to persuade me that your technologies will find a cure for me, and there I'll be free to go?
1: Yes, Doctor.
4: And for that reason, I should persuading my friends to behave so that they too will be a Yes, Doctor. You framing I will talking to them.
0: We focus on the bridge.
1: Dr. Severin is insane. I've not consulted Dr. McCoy, but I have no doubt of it.
2: I'll have Bones check him out. Spock, I'm sorry. You have a great respect for him, but it does explain some of what they've done.
1: His conditions does not affect my interest in the movement. There is no insanity in what they seek. I made a promise which I should like to keep. With your permission, I must locate Eden. I shall work in my quarters. May I have the assistance of Mr. Chekhov
2: in auxiliary control? Certainly. Mr. Chekhov, assist Mr. Spock. Bridge to sickbay.
6: McCoy here. Bones. Yes, Captain?
2: I'd like to talk to you. Captain's log, Stardate 5832.6. I have asked Dr. McCoy to check Starfleet medical records to verify Mr. Spock's suspicion that Dr. Severn is insane. In spite of Dr. Severin's antipathy to us, he has promised Mr. Spock that he will order his disciples to conform to our rules and regulations.
0: We focus on Spock's quarters. Spock is at his desk, working on his own time to find Eden for these space hippies. His lyre harp is behind him.
7: Come in. Am I crossing you? No. I was just thinking, I...
0: Adam notices the lyre.
7: Hey brother, do you play? Yes. Is it Vulcan? Yes. Can I try it?
0: Spock gestures his permission and the young man strums a chord. Oh,
7: that's now, that's real now. I reached that brother, I really do, give.
0: He hands the lyre to Spock, who plays a bit. Adam seems to really dig it.
7: Hey, how about a session? You and us. It would sound. That's what I came for. I wanted to ask, you know, great white captain upstairs, but he don't reach us. But would he shake on a session? I mean, we want to cooperate, like you ask, so I'm asking.
1: If I understand you correctly, I believe the answer might be yes. I'll spread the word.
0: Adam smiles, makes the hand gesture that is definitely more of a circle when he does it, and leaves. we focus on auxiliary control. Chekhov is working. Irina enters.
3: Am I allowed in? Yes.
4: I have been looking for you, Pavel. What room is this?
3: Auxiliary control.
5: What's it for?
3: Should the main control room break down or suffer damage, we can navigate the ship from here. What do you want?
0: To apologize. I should not have teased you. It was cruel.
3: It is does not
0: Oh, but it does. It is against everything I believe in.
3: Let us discuss your beliefs.
0: And I do not like having
3: you angry with me or disapproving. Then why do you do such things?
0: What are you working on?
3: I'm assisting Mr. Spock in locating your Eden.
0: Oh, now you are teasing me.
3: I am not. These tapes contain star charts. And we project the orbits of the various planets here by mathematical processes. We determine whether or not they are affected by other bodies not yet charted.
0: Do you know all these things?
3: But I do not know, I find out from the computer banks. If I knew nothing at all, I could navigate the ship simply by studying what is stored in here. They contain the sum of all human knowledge. They solve our problems of navigation, of control, of life support. They tell you what to do when you do what they tell you. No! Uh, We use our own judgement also. I could never obey a computer. You could never listen to anyone. Your old days had to be different. Not different, but
0: I wanted to be. There's nothing wrong in doing what you want. Chekhov gives in and kisses her.
1: I'm not receiving, Mr. Chekhov. Spock to Chekhov. Repeat, I'm not
5: receiving.
3: Oh, 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 I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Spock. I was momentarily delayed.
0: Chekhov sits back down at his console, looking uncomfortable and in need of a cold sonic shower. We focus on the guest quarters. Adam and two hippie girls are present. Tongo Rad enters and gives his news.
4: His name is Sulu, specialist
7: in weapons and navigation. His hobby is botany. Can? Can? I reach botany. It's my favorite of studies. What's yours? Vulcan. Spock is practically one now.
0: Irina enters. Everything can be handled from auxiliary control. The computers contain all the information we need. We can do it.
7: It starts to chime. When will it? Soon. Like he said now. We should all go out and (laughs) swing as many as possible over.
4: Can you suggest any special ways to swing them?
7: Just be friendly. You know how to be friendly. Uh Uh-huh. Then they'll be friendly.
0: We focus on the rec room. (laughs) Sounds are being laid down in a session and piped through the ship. Many of the Enterprise crew are coming in person to take in the concert. Adam sings a song with the blonde haired hippie girl who is rocking a rad side ponytail. Naturally, Tongo is back on the bongos.
5: I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me.
7: A long time back when the galaxy was new, found out what he had to do. But he had to drink.
5: Completed yeah. kind what of he had
7: to do. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm standing here wondering. What? Man, be my friend. my friend, my friend. Well, what's it gonna be?
0: Entered with his lyre like a boss. He starts to play, accompanied by Side Pony Girl, who is strumming what looks like a wire spoked wheel. (laughs) We focus on the brig. Rad climbs up a ladder and sneaks up behind the guard, who has his eyes closed and is swaying to the music playing on the calm instead of doing his job. Rad uses pressure points to knock out the guard, who passes out with an oddly sensual gasp.
5: <laughs>
0: Rad releases Severin from his cell. We focus on the bridge. Many of the crew are moving to the beat, but Scotty is certainly not impressed. At least we know where they are
4: and what they're doing. I don't know why a young mind has to be an undisciplined one.
2: They're troublemakers! Well, I used to get in a little trouble when I was that age, Scotty, didn't you?
0: We focus on auxiliary control. A young man is sitting at the desk. Rad and Severin enter from behind as the jam session is coming to an end. Rad takes out the man with another seemingly pleasure-giving neck pinch. Oh. Rad and Severin sit down and start changing things. We focus on the bridge. Spock enters. Oh my, Captain. I get no response from
4: controls. Oh my, we're going off course. It's shotted.
2: No, it's channeling over somewhere to auxiliary control. Bridge to Auxiliary Control. Bridge to Auxiliary Control. Oh my, Captain! It seems as though someone else is running the ship. That is right! Someone
4: else is running this ship! I am!
0: We focus on Auxiliary Control. All of the Space Hippies are there now.
4: All functions, life support as well, you cannot interfere as I have frozen the doors to the control room. I do not intending to hand it over the helm to you until and unless reaching Eden. If I am in any way prevented from reaching that destination, I shall destroy this ship
2: and all aboard.
0: We focus on the bridge.
2: Can he do it? He has the capability, Captain.
0: He's got everything
2: channeled over? Start a trace back of all circuits. See if you can bypass him.
4: Do that and I shall retaliate. I shall not warn you again. Captain, oh my, we're leaving the neutral zone. Oh my, bear into Romulan space. (laughs)
2: Any patrols? Negative. There will be soon. Dr. Severn, you are violating Romulan space and endangering the peace of the galaxy. The Romulans will view this as a military intrusion and attack. Bring the ship about now. If you bring her about and return to Starbase, no charges will be leveled.
7: Like you said, Brother Severn.
2: If you do not, you will never reach Eden. You and this ship will be destroyed. He's
7: got jelly in the belly. Real
2: scared. Adam. Rad. You are being led by a man who is insane. You are being used by him. (laughs) (sighs) Spock, you tell them.
1: Adam, there is a file on Dr. Severn in our computer banks. In it, you'll find a report attesting to the fact that he has a career of bacillus strain known as Synthococcus novi.
5: Ain't that
7: just awful.
1: You'll also find a report from the same hospital giving a full psychological profile on him and projecting these actions of his.
7: Yay, brother.
1: Adam, you know I reach you. I believe in what you seek. But there is a tragic difference between what you want and what he wants.
7: You're... making me cry.
0: <laughs> we focus on auxiliary control.
4: There it is! They've established Eden, Brother Severin!
0: Have said sit, they would! Our original course must have been somewhat in error. When are we to dead?
4: At this speed? Three hours! They are trying to persuading us to changing course presently, and then they are attacking. How do you plan to stop them? By cutting off their life support? By having another weapon. Taking control, Brother Rat.
0: Severn takes the cover off a wall access point.
4: What are you doing? Making an adjustment on their circuits. Hidden
7: out to Eden Yeah, brother Hidden out to Eden No more trouble in my body
0: We focus on the bridge.
1: We are within such a range of Eden and continuing to approach.
2: Whatever they're going to do, they're going to do it now. We have no choice. Mr. Spock? Mr. Scott?
0: We focus on auxiliary control.
4: When will you use that? At the proper time, letting me know when we're in orbit. Approaching right on the dot, just as they plotted it, Brother Severn. What will that do to them? What is it? Well, I am using sound against them, beyond the ultrasonic. It will stunning them, and allowing us time to leave it. We'll go in one of the shuttlecraft.
0: Sound pitch that high doesn't stun. It destroys. I remember when we read in the text that it I've
4: gone beyond those texts, Irina. It's correct for you to be concerning, but be assured also. We're in orbit over Eden, Brother Severin. It does destroy. We cannot allow them to come after us. It will not reach us in here. I can control it all. I have adjusted it so that it will suspend its effects after a few moments and allow us time to escape it. Then, after we've gone, it will automatically reactivate. Rejoice our perfect. Soon we shall step into together into
0: Eden. Scotty begins to cut through the wall behind them with his phaser. Severin turns on his sonic weapon and Spock is instantly stricken with pain.
2: Spock! It's alright, Spock. It stopped.
1: No, Captain, it hasn't stopped. It has gone beyond. Captain, they're using.
0: Now it affects Kirk. Scott is already unconscious. All over the ship, people fall to the floor. We focus on auxiliary control. The space hippies are celebrating with another song while the Enterprise crew are shown all over the ship, unconscious and helpless.
7: Stepping into Eden, yeah, brother Stepping into Eden, yeah, brother No more trouble in my body or my mind Gonna live like a king on whatever I find
5: And we
4: may lose
0: We focus on a corridor. Scott, Kirk, and Spock are waking up. They are clearly in pain.
1: Captain, go. I... you must destroy... this. What is it? Ultrasonics. The panel.
0: We focus on auxiliary control. Kirk staggers into the room and turns off the sound. and Scotty get up and join Kirk. Kirk to
2: engineering. Bridge. Hangar deck. Kirk to transporter room. Kirk to bridge. Do you read me? Come in. Oh, my. Sue here, Captain. What happened to us? I heard a whistle and then... Never mind. Do we have control of the ship? No, sir. Can we break out of orbit if we have to? I think so, sir. Oh my.
6: Hangar deck to Captain. Kirk here. Sir, one of the shuttlecrafts has been taken. We were all knocked out.
2: Stand by. Do you read any Romulans?
1: Negative, Captain. However, I am picking up the
5: shuttlecraft.
2: Where? It
1: has landed except for those aboard the craft I read no life at all
2: either humanoid nor animal Auxiliary control to Dr McCoy Bones are you all right
6: Yes Jim
2: Stand by transporter room full medical gear
3: Bishop Captain do you wish open communications So
2: No No they tried to destroy us let them think they succeeded I want the coordinates zeroed in so that when we beam down, we won't be visible to them. Scotty, you have the con. If any Romulans appear, try to make them understand. I do not want to provoke combat. Mr. Spock, Mr. Chekov, join us in the transporter room.
0: We focus on the planet's surface. Seems nice enough. An away team of Kirk, Chekhov, McCoy, and Spock beam down.
1: The legends were true, Captain.
3: Fantastically
1: beautiful planet.
3: Eden, the
2: land with
3: plenty of babies, beautiful babies.
2: Is this what they believed they'd find? Then I can understand. Spread out, approach with caution. Dr. Severin.
0: <laughs> what is
5: it?
3: Uh, I touched it, it's like fire.
0: His palm is covered in blisters.
6: It's burned! All this plant life is full of acid. Even the
2: grass, Jim. Will our clothing protect us?
0: It should for a while. Captain. Our young curly-haired minstrel is spread out on the ground, a half-eaten fruit beside him. Bones.
6: Poison. The fruit is deadly.
1: His name was Adam.
2: There's the shuttlecraft.
0: We focus on the Galileo 2. The door opens, and the hippies have blisters on their feet and can't walk. Kirk picks up Irina and carries her.
2: Here, we'll help you.
0: The hippies come out, and finally Severin, his feet badly burned.
2: Dr. Severin, bones!
6: He should be beamed aboard, Jim. He needs more than I can do for him here.
1: Spock to Enterprise.
3: Enterprise here.
1: Stand by to beam aboard injured parties. Medical team to the transporter room.
2: No! We are not leaving. We can help you aboard the ship. We are not leaving Eden. None of us. Uh, Be sensible, Doctor.
0: We are not leaving. Severin runs off on his blistered feet and climbs a fruit tree. Come back here, you fool!
2: Uh, Severin, don't. You'll kill yourself.
6: Don't buy into that!
2: Stop! Emotional
0: (laughs) damage! This is even. But Severin, grinning, takes a bite of the forbidden fruit, dramatically falls from the tree, and promptly dies. I guess you could say he died after the tree. Chekhov consoles Irina as she cries. It was so beautiful. We focus on the bridge.
2: I have the starbase now, Captain. Alert them that we have the four, and we're ready to beam them down. And mark the incident closed. Aye, sir. Bridge to transporter, Scotty. Are they there?
6: Three of them, sir. Expecting the fourth any minute.
2: Stand by, Mr. Chekov. Do you wish to attend?
3: Captain, I wish first to apologize for my conduct on this time. I did not want to say this is evil. I did not maintain myself under proper discipline. I engaged the ship and its personnel by my conduct. I respectfully submit myself for disciplinary action.
2: Thank you, Mr. Chekhov. You did what you had to do, as did we all. Even your friends, you may go. Thank you, sir.
0: Irina enters.
3: I was coming to say goodbye.
0: And I was coming to say goodbye to you. They kiss.
6: Correct.
3: Occasionally. And you will be correct.
0: Occasionally.
1: Miss Galileon, it is my sincere wish that you do not give up your search for Eden. I have no doubt, but that you will find it, or make it yourselves.
0: Thank you. Irina leaves.
2: We reach, Mr. Spock. The
5: end.